You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. And a good morning to you. Oh my goodness. Mm. It is Mr. Elegant. You don't have your tumbler. No, no. And you even when you slurped, you had your pinky extended. Yes, I did. (laughs) Full extension. (laughs) I'm going China Cup today. China. Or as China, we like China, to say, China, China, like China, we, China, 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 China. We like to say in America, China. <laughs> <laughs> I will let you know that I'm recording outside today. You may hear some birds, the occasional plane. I was um, going to do that too. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Uh, out here in my short sleeve shirt, Canada right now is just awesome. It's uh, so nice right now. And uh, not a worry, not a threat at all. It's just fantastic. <laughs> I'm not in Canada. I'm not in Canada. I'm in Orlando, Florida, having a great time. Great Toughen time. Toughen it out for Jesus. Yeah, it's rough. Um, I did I did uh, have an opportunity to preach down here. Amen. Uh I love preaching. Well, you Florida sound like it's a mission field, and no, but there's no churches there or something. Oh, there are. There's hey, barely any. Hey, <laughs> I got a chance to even preach the gospel in Florida. Wow, can you believe one that? The, in one of the one hundred thousand churches that are here. <laughs> oh, it's, my goodness. it's like you're in Qatar or something. Hey, oh, would you believe it's like, it? It's it's almost like Tim Hortons in Canada. There's one on every corner. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I had a great time last night. I was preaching at Central Baptist Church, um, and uh, to some teenagers. What Amen. a great great meeting last night. Amen. Super responsive. It was awesome, awesome, awesome. So yeah, yeah, yeah. How are things in Columbus? Uh, things are moving. We've got some political things going on that, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, our, I was so disappointed that our governor had uh, vetoed House Bill 68, which uh, would combine, it actually combine House Bill 6 and House Bill 68 into one bill. And so it was save women's sports, you know, no males in any female sports, you know, and then uh, you know, no one under 18 can have the puberty blockers or have any surgery, uh, mm. trans surgery, until they're 18, awesome. which awesome. only makes sense. I mean, right. uh, regardless what anyone's opinion would be of right or wrong, which, of course, we think it's completely anti-scriptural. But still, I mean, you know, kids one day want to be Superman. The next day they, you know, want to be Lois Lane. So <laughs> yeah, why, yeah. why even, you know, give any credibility to what a little right. child says about something about sexuality? That a yeah. child would even be talking about sexuality means that he's been around perverts. Right. And the answer really to this is that parents would take back their homes and take back control of the school systems much of this would be alleviated. 
got so many that are trying to influence children that have no business doing that. Why, why are schools teaching children about that stuff? That's a parent's responsibility. And if parents would take that responsibility back, we wouldn't have a lot of the problems we've got. They've shifted it to the schools. The schools feel an obligation to do it. We've got liberals controlling the schools, and there you have problems. Um, so we had, so had we repealed it in the House yesterday. Right. The House right. overrode the veto. You have to have a three-fifths Three majority. And right. so actually more people voted for it the second time than did the first time, you know, Good. which – it's election cycle, and so they want to appear very, right. you know, some rhinos want to appear very yeah. conservative, you know, like yeah. we we showed the governor it. So that's yeah. why. But, hey, I'll take it. It should it go to the, the Senate? Senate. Oh, it should. The Senate was less in doubt than the House because uh, there was a lot of pressure being exerted by various people in various high positions. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm I'm ashamed to tell you that I don't have such great news from Canada. Oh, I'm no. sure many who are listening saw uh, one of the reporters of an independent news source, very very strong right wing, uh, was arrested the other day when he tried to interview the deputy prime minister, um, who I absolutely can't stand. She just oh she just grates me. Um, he just tr- simply tried to ask her some questions about why they were supporting some of the uh, Palestinian protests mm-hmm. and um, not marking some Palestinian uh, terrorist organizations as such. And he was immediately arrested. And it's just, it's... A- yeah, he bumped into, his, his, his face is toward the person he's interviewing. So right. she's walking on the sidewalk, he's walking backwards. Right. And they sort of guided him or... You know, off camera, I don't know if the, you know, the policeman intentionally staged himself, but, you know, he sort he of made sure that they walked him into this policeman. Yes. And so he bumped the policeman because he's walking backwards. And so he was arrested yeah. for assaulting a police officer. Yeah. Yeah. And clearly the police officer moved in front of him. You could see that clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't that. And, and. I don't know if the assault charge, I, I didn't hear that was on the police officer. I thought he said that he had assaulted her because he was too close and the microphone touched her. Or no, something he said like assaulting that, so. a police officer. Uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah, ridiculous. I mean, uh, and and the reporter was awesome. He kept the microphone going, the, yep. the camera going, and recorded the whole thing. And man, he caught those guys. Uh, you assaulted. It appeared that you assaulted. Oh, you're saying it appeared that I assaulted. I didn't really assault. I appeared to assault. Yeah. So they got him. And he just he just tore into Trudeau. Oh, I'm telling you. I should say Prime Minister Trudeau. I I, yes. I still respect the office. I don't yep. respect the man at yep. all, but the office I do. So, yeah, so that's sad news. But, you know, I, I was watching the news this morning uh, here in America, and it appears that people are finally getting sick of this nonsense and more and more people are speaking out against all of this nonsense that we've discussed today. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping in the next elections we have, yours will be before ours, that that people will rise up and vote, that they will make a statement and say we've had enough. And especially young people. Young people, if you're old enough to vote, vote and vote what God would have you vote. Search the scriptures Connect with the Holy Spirit of God, 
and vote the way that you should vote, that God would have you. And we could resolve a lot of the problems we have, at least for four years anyway. So, Well, I was in high school and uh, beginning of college with uh, President Carter. And, um, you know, just the level of insanity and the level of ineptitude that was in his administration yeah. uh, was just unbelievable. And so, um, and it doesn't even come close to what you see here. You know, just mm-hmm. every one of our president's cabinet officers seems to just un- not even understand what rules are. You know, whether right. it's the defense secretary or the transportation secretary or whoever it is, it is just, you're just seeing the the byproduct of picking and choosing people that are not qualified to be in office, you know, the uh, mm-hmm. Mallorcas and on and on. So it's just, uh, you know, it's just coming about, you know, to show that he's he's picked probably the worst cabinet, which as bad as the cabinet is, they're still not as bad as the president is, unfortunately. Right, so. right, right, right. Hey, let me throw this out. I haven't heard anything about Baptist Ed for a while. How are you doing with Baptist Ed? Is the word getting uh, out? Pretty good, except... I got some website complications, so I have somebody oh. who who's promising to fix that, and so uh, you know that's been a problem. So I'm still okay. doing them, but you know it, it's sort of there's a backlog there, and so as okay. soon as that is done, I'll be able to promote it a little bit more. But you know okay. I got a lot of people asking about it, so that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you haven't uh, seen the Baptist Ed videos yet, you definitely need to do that. Um, take just a few minutes and watch them. They're, they're great, and uh, I want to promote those for you because they're, I think, a great teaching tool, great help, especially in this day of multimedia. It's a, it's a great opportunity to teach them great doctrinal truths, so I just want to check on that. All right, let's go to the mailbag, and uh, we had uh, several emails come in of Oh, late. yeah, quite a few. Um, emails, so texts, yeah, everything. Yes, so glad. And um, uh, our friends from Liberia, uh, mm-hmm. that we're watching or listening on Christmas. Let us know, hey, we're listening, but uh, uh, they are in Liberia. I, I want to let them know that. So that was awesome, and uh, th- that was great. So um, keep up the good work. And we had someone listen on New Year's Day, and they get the uh, book from, um, from um, yep, Brother Covey in Ottawa, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be sending that out uh, as soon as we can, and we appreciate that very much, your listenership. And uh, I will get that name for our next podcast. I don't have it right handy with me, but I'll have that for Wednesday. Awesome. Congratulations to them. And then uh, we had an email come in from one of our listeners, and they said, I've recently moved, and I'm trying to find a church, and I'm having a great difficulty. I don't know anyone in the area. I, I don't know any of the churches in the area, and I've been visiting, and some of the churches that I'm visiting are very scary. How do you find a home church? How do you find a local church when you move into a new area? So that's going to be our topic. We're going to try and stretch this out for the week, but I don't know if we can do the whole week, but yeah, we'll give it a try. Not. If not, we'll, um, we'll throw another topic in there. But uh, I would start by saying this. Before you move, I would find a local church, <laughs> and that's not always possible. But if you have an idea that you're moving, I would talk to my pastor. 
I would find out from an independent Baptist church website, there are several of them that list good churches and, and what they believe and what they do. And I would, I would want to know that before I moved. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, hindsight's best. Uh, we get so caught up in the move, we, we don't think of that. We just assume that there's going to be a great church in the area. And I've got to tell you, if you're moving in Canada, you better get hold of a preacher first because we have a lot of areas where you're going to have to drive an hour, maybe maybe more than that, to find a church that would worship the way that you do. So I would give that advice. Yeah, I, we do understand that there's some situations that maybe you're in the military, uh, you know, government mm-hmm. worker, law enforcement, you know, something like that. Uh, right. Maybe you've got to move to take care of a relative. You know, I mean, there, sometimes it, it's very difficult to not move. I understand that. But many times it's, um, you know, a dollar sign. It, it Hey, I can. This is a better opportunity, or this is more money. And I'll, you know, many times I do know, uh, I couldn't give you a percentage of what, what happens the most, but it does happen a lot where, where um, a step up in uh, whether it's uh, income or opportunity in a company, maybe a new company, and people will take it and then start the process. Where, I mean, we've had the opposite, I know you have as well, mm-hmm. where somebody would be saying, hey, Pastor, you know, pray for us. There's this opportunity here, but I'm not quite sure I really want to do it. I know it will be a better situation and more money, but, man, we really like where we're at, so pray for us. And and they're discerning and praying and trying to seek seek the will of God first. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um I, I will say this, that you're never going to find a church exactly like the one that you're coming out of. That's Which impossible. may be good or bad. It, that's true. <laughs> that's true. There's some, reasons, there's some reasons why we move, and the church may be one of those reasons. I don't know. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope not. But no, it, it's never going to be exactly the same. And that's a hard thing for people because you're comfortable where you're at. You know the people where you're at. And you're coming into a brand new setting. You're the new kid on the block. And you've got to try to fit in and meet those people. And most churches are very gracious about that. I think most are good about that. Um, it, you know, it, it may depend on what you're looking for if you want a larger church setting. Um, again, in Canada, that's going to be very difficult. We only have about 20 churches that run over, two, I'd say, 200 people, uh, if 20. Uh, in the States here, of course, there are many more. But, uh, yeah, do you, want a, do you want a smaller congregation? Do you want a bigger congregation? Uh, those kind of things. I think one of the biggest things that people struggle with is maybe a change in music. Uh, Some churches may not have the same type of music, maybe going a little more with newer music. um, I don't think any church has the same music as another church. No, no. So that's, that's something you may have to adjust to as well. And I think you have to ask, what's the most important thing I need to get from that church? What, what would your answer be to that? What would you say? If I'm, you're looking for a church, what's the most important thing? Okay, depending on the age of the individual, the age of the family. Mm. All right. That's good. But That's primarily, good. this should be overall, but uh, it would be the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God. The doctrine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, would, I would agree with you whole, whole, 100%. Um, doctrine is key. 
and finding a pastor that you can relate to. Personalities are different. And I've, I've been in churches that have great doctrine, but I'll be honest, I, I would have a harder time sitting under that pastor just because of his type of delivery. Um, he may be a more of a teaching style. Uh, he may be a little more laid back. Uh, I, I'm looking for a preacher that has uh, a passion. I'm looking for one that has a good delivery of the Word of God, that has a, you know, a good command of the understand of the Word of God, and somebody that's going to make it practical for me so that I can take it and use it in my life. And so I'm looking for that in, in a church as well. And it will take you a while to determine that. You can't go to a church once and say, well, that's not the church for me. And, and some, I think, you could say that. Some you'll walk in and think, yeah, this absolutely isn't me. But um, for most, it's going to take you to go two, three, four services and really just sit and listen and watch to really understand what that church is all about. Well, you and I, hopefully, <laughs> can claim yeah. to be grounded in the word and so yes um it's going to be so vital for us i mean there, there are uh keywords and phrases that we would look for you know so right. for us i'm sure i could not go to a non-king james church so that's right you know i mean baptist number one so doctrine 100 percent, and then yep. position you know i i, I could not attend a non-King James church, N not at mm -hmm. all. And so that's, no. that's what I would have to do. And so as you're, as you're coming up to say, what kind of church do you want? That mm. church may not be available. So right. what kind of church would be best? You know, mm -hmm. so, so a, a talker teacher who has the right position and doctrine right. would be better for your family than the guy who you can relate to, and he's pretty, pretty awesome, and he wows you, yep. and everybody there's friendly, but the doctrine's going to be incorrect, and your yep. positions are unscriptural positions. Yeah, I love that. That's that's awesome. Great way to put that. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I think probably the test, and this works across the board. If you walked in and said, "Do you listen to Tim talks?" If the pastor <laughs> says no. Run, run for your lives. Um, <laughs> I think that's the test. That's the litmus test for independent Baptist churches. If he says yes, it doesn't matter what else is going on. Let's get in there. It'll be awesome. <laughs> um, I have a young lady from Canada who's moved to the States. Uh, Eileen is her name. And Eileen said, I want you to come preach at our church. And uh, I said, well, get, tell your pastor. Tell your pastor to get a hold of me. And she goes, well, I, I will, I will. So she goes to him, she, and she says, Pastor, you got to have this guy, and you got to have him. He's great. He's from Canada. got to have him. He goes, who's Al Stone? And she says, <laughs> she said, who doesn't know Al Stone? <laughs> who doesn't know? <laughs> I told her, get out of that church. It's bad. It's a bad well, church. See, now that right there. It's a perfect example of a man who knows the word, you know, because uh, it's like Peter I know and Paul I know, but Al Stone, who are you? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> she said, what about Dan Wolverine? He goes, no, we're not having that. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> <laughs> that guy falls short in every category. You're not kidding. Oh, man. Well, listen, choosing a church can be a difficult thing, and uh, we're going to give you some things. I think we can carry this through till tomorrow. Uh, I've got some oh, other yeah. things I'd like, like to Oh, yeah, like how suggest. do you do it? 
you know, some yeah. steps of because in the long run, uh, you want proper doctrine and you want people who believe that doctrine because hey, quit whistling at wow. me, Al. I know wow. I look good, but wow, <laughs> <laughs> let me give that little. You tell him I'm sitting in the lanai. Okay, wow. Okay, if you if you want to get my attention and tell me that it's done, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, time's up. I got, I got a new system. That's my new, new alarm. alarm. That's right. Some some tiny little bird with a great big mouth. I call it, I call it the wolven. <laughs> well, on that note, literally. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is your Florida edition oh, of Tim Talks. Man, I'm laughing so hard I can't even think of what I was saying. I know I can't either. <laughs> I think it's loud, man. <laughs> I may have to move indoors. Oh, <laughs> Obviously a liberal. Obviously a liberal. <laughs> it's a Canadian bird sent by uh, Prime Minister Trudeau to harass us. Oh, my goodness. I'm probably going to be arrested for shooing it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't shoot away with that shotgun. <laughs> no. Oh, no, for sure. Oh, man, that's great. I'm Al Stone. I'm in Florida just hanging with the birds. <laughs> Someone said that Tim Talks is for the birds. Well, we've just we've just uh, confirmed that. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping you're having a great day. I am going to have a great day seeing some sunshine. I'm getting ready to go home, and they say there's a blizzard coming. So Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh. Welcome back home. This is yeah. Dan Wolven. I'm not an angry bird. So <laughs> no, no. Please make sure that you uh, give us a rating, a review, and make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. No more problems. <laughs> this is Tim Talks. Have a great day. We'll be back on Wednesday, hopefully birdless. It's we'll find time. out. I, you I shot killed it. it. <laughs> I shot it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tim Talks. Have a great day. We'll be back on Wednesday. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.